Kia ora, I'm Andrew Whiteside. Poe Boys and Oysters is a new play opening in Auckland on the 27th of September 2022 that tells the story of two black women trying to adopt a child in New Zealand. Written by Estelle Shute, it takes a deep dive into what it means to be black, lesbian and living in Tamaki Makaurau, Auckland in the 21st century. Estelle stars in the play and joins fellow actor Layla Pitt to talk to me about the production. Estelle and Layla, really lovely to meet you this morning. How are you both doing? Great. Feeling pretty, well, pretty tired from a long weekend of rehearsal, so I'm not going to lie, but at the same time, pretty excited, pretty pumped. And Layla, you're telling me you haven't eaten yet, have you? No, no, definitely need to start making that a priority, but um, yeah, I'm feeling good, just like pumped for like this and like the show coming up. Well, it's exciting. It, it opens next week. So um, it's called Po Boys and Oysters. Explain the title to me. It refers, in fact, to um, some food that's going to be on stage uh, because there is a theme. It's, it's a bit of a dinner party, the play, and um, the theme of the food is New Orleans, Cajun food. And it's something that I thought interesting to put in the play because of the similarities with my culture, which is the Creole culture. So, you know, Cajun food, Creole food, very similar. So I put some poor boys in there, which are little sandwiches with the fried little bits inside of them. And uh, and char- and some oysters, char-grilled oysters, which are also typical Cajun food. So it's a reference to some foods that's going to be on stage, but also to my culture. Oh, lovely. And, and so just explain briefly what the play is. This is this is a story of a, um, a black queer couple uh, living in um, Auckland and looking to adopt a kid. So this is a story I want to tell. Is like, first of all, we want to tell our stories are black New Zealanders and not coming necessarily from a point of view of, uh, of immigration or, or having to adapt. No, we're here, we're having our lives and we, we are a black queer couple and we're looking to adopt. And what are our options and how is that perceived through the world? And I think adoption for gay people is one topic I wanted to talk about too, but also adoptions for the point of view of black people because quite often you see the reverse, you would see white couples going out there to adopt black and brown yeah, kids, yeah. but the opposite, how, how is that perceived? Um, and I thought that these were aspects that, that I wanted to explore, that I wanted to play with um, in the play, but also observe all the dynamics, you know, the siblings rivalry, but the different political views, and, and um, it's a slice of life of... Um, it's a, it's a slice of the life of a typical black lesbian couple living in Auckland. And so, Layla, your character, you, you play one of, the, one of the couple? Yes, yeah. yeah. So I play Jo, um, who is Flo's wife. Yeah. And, ha- and how's that? How's that been going? It's, it's been amazing because I feel like you don't, especially in New Zealand, you don't really get much of an opportunity to play characters that are similar to your race or kind of portrayed in that way. Because like like Estelle like Estelle was kind of touching on like a lot of the time it's really focused on the struggle or immigration. But my experience like um, for example growing up in New Zealand like I've always been here like I grew up here so there was never any of that. If it, there's no struggle if anything it was very privileged is what I'm kind of learning now as well especially moving to Auckland. So it's really good 
to have a show that's really focused on that. It's great that you've you've produced this play and something that is both uh, intimate and personal, but it's also universal because yeah. human beings go through these issues. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's like this, we're touching on very universal themes and it's like the audience is going to... Um, yeah, it's, they're, they're going to relate to so many because after all, this is what it is. It's human interaction. Absolutely. It's yeah. human connections. We're just coming from a, a different point of view, which has been historically underrepresented. But um, So in some respects, this is a autobiographical story. Um, loosely, very loosely, loosely, very loosely based on, on me because I'm, I didn't, even though I have thought of adoption because... Um, as a gay woman, I have thought of parenthood. I didn't adopt my children. Um, I've had them a, a different way. Um, so it is it is loosely based, but obviously there's a lot of inspirations from my own life on many aspects of the play. All the characters, actually, yeah. So how did your family react to you coming out? Did they? My family reacted to me coming out. Uh, look, I think that. They did the best they could at the time. It was a big surprise, a big shock. I mean, I was I was a bit older. I was 24, 25 when I came out to my family. And it was, yeah, that surprise. But there was never any rejection. They were always accepting. The love always superseded everything. But it took them a while. And I think still to this day, you know, it's 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 a... It's an ongoing journey <laughs> to, uh, yeah, to, uh, to, to, to have, for them, to have a gay daughter. Yeah, and, and coming out, families have to come out too when, when they have someone who's queer in, exactly. the, in the family. Exactly, yeah. and they have to come out, and um, they have to come out. They live, my parents live back in the Caribbean, where, um, you know, for historical reasons or many different reasons, um, yeah, homosexuality is not as accepted as in other parts of the world. Like, like. So, Leila, any challenges for you in this play? Are you actually, yeah, because um, basically, like this play was how I told my parents that I was bi. Oh, it so just never yeah, like because yeah. that's the thing. Like, I feel like, especially in Hawkspats, like I was already black. I can't be like also lgbt like <laughs> that's just like oh god so i just like and when you're bi as well you can get just kind of like repress that side of you and just like um kind of leave it but it doesn't make you feel good at all like you just feel like people don't really accept all of you but it was actually fine like i literally had my parents over for like a drinks because we're really close like that and um They've always been so accepting of like anything LGBT. Like my dad used to be a West End performer. Like he, he's been around that community a lot, but it was more me. Like I was scared of kind of like their expectations, like, um, you know, like wanting me to have like, you know, grandchildren, but there was never a massive pressure for that. It's just, you know, like every parent's like, I want grandchildren. So there was that whole thing of like being scared to kind of disappoint them, even though I knew they were, okay with it but it went well but I had to tell them and then I was like so I'm in the show <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah. it's about <laughs> and it's about blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. I mean I'm, I'm gay I used to host a queer television show a long time ago and it, and it it is it's a journey and and even I, I think no matter how out you are 
you may, you're still going to encounter people who may not be gay friendly mm-hmm. or and you don't know what reaction you're going to get. So in a sense, you're constantly coming out. Yes. Particularly if you say, if I say my husband, you say your wife or your girlfriend or whatever. It's um, you're still always coming out. Yes, mm, you so, are. It's a uh, it's an ongoing process. You, you actually you don't know what the reaction is going to be. Nothing is, even though we had come a long way, um, it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not a given. Yeah. How people will accept you or not? It, has it been kind of cathartic for you writing this and then performing it? Yes, I think um, writing is a very cathartic process. Um, it is my first play um, that I've written. And um, yeah, it was very interesting, the things that came up for me, the things that I wanted to talk about. And absolutely to play in it as well, because as I explore the character with the director, Dione, and she's like, so what is this character wants? What, what are her insecurities, her fears? What is she trying to do? And we're digging into that. And of course, it's all Estelle <laughs> right here, you know? And it's like I'm discovering things about me um, that I didn't know. And then what's great about the process as well is that the rest of the cast, all, all the other actors in the play are coming up with this understanding of their characters, yeah. which um, to some extent I had an awareness of it. But not, I was not fully conscious of what I wrote, and they're bringing that that up to light. And sometimes they surprise me as well with what they're coming up. And um, for me, a, as the writer, it's an interesting process to say to see what you've created and what other people are bringing to life, it's, and what, how they interpret it, and how they interpret it, the the way they color it, which is. Um, yeah, it is absolutely very cathartic. I feel like I'm learning a lot about myself doing this. It's like it's it's a journey for me and my character, if you like. Yeah. It's exciting. It is very exciting. I'm uh, very, very excited about this. It's like I can't believe we're opening in a week. Can I ask you what uh, you may have discovered about yourself? What I've discovered is that my, the main, my main character seeks validation from her family. Uh, essentially, which is something that I realize that I've still seeking, um, even though you know at the age that I am, I still need my parents and my siblings to tell me this and that. And it is like my character is seeking reassurance that um, she can be a good parent, and that is what I discovered about myself. Is like, oh, I want to write about that because. I have those doubts um, every day about, you know, my my parenting abilities. But also I have also these doubts of being the, the, a queer mother, a gay mother, raising, raising children. And it's like, yeah, you go out in the world confident and uh, knowing that you will do what you will want to do and what you stand for. But we still have these little doubts. And I realize that this is what I put in my play and this is what I'm looking to explore. Yeah. I mean, again, universally human, isn't it? Yes. No matter how people present themselves, everyone has doubt. Yes. Everyone's Everyone questioning themselves. And, yeah. And how about you, the process for you? Have you have you learned anything about yourself, do you think? In the- I've learned actually so much because, like, I'm playing a character that I feel very similar to, but if I was, like, 10 years older. Because, yeah, so it's the first time ever where I've had to play someone that's older than me. Um so it's been really, really amazing, especially working with someone like Dione, 
to have to kind of bridge that gap of maturity and like self-discovery. But yeah, basically I learned that I'm my own worst enemy. (laughs) Yeah. Which most people are, Uh (laughs) but it's just learning how to like combat that, which gets you far, you know? So you're, you're writing about um, a black community, mm-hmm. but again, that universality, you know, it's mm. that, those human things that we're all scrappling with, grappling with, you know, which yeah. is fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. Now there's humor in it too, of course. It's not, it's not just dramatic. Yes, there is humor. Um, and we sure hope that the audience is going to have a good laugh. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, because, you know, humor is a um, coping mechanism that I find that we, uh, black people, use to a very great extent, you know? It's like, even in the worst times when there was a lot of suffering, um, back to the times where there were the islands were colonized and there was very blatant uh, racist institutions, people still had a sense of humor to cope with it, and that stayed with us. And... It's um, and, and I think it's for me as as a writer, it's like it's, it's I see it as a very important tool to convey things to the audience as well. Um, there is quite often a lot of humor in most situations in life. If you look closely, it's like there's actually bits of humor everywhere, even when it's quite dramatic sometimes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and it was interesting to explore that the the. The humor from characters like mine, which are um, who is from the Caribbean, versus the humor of um, the the, the Pakiha, um people that we have on stage, and, and then the clash of these these senses of humor. It was it was very fun to explore, and on rehearsals as well. In rehearsals as well, it's like it's it's, it's very joyful. So so, what would you want uh, an audience who sees this when they leave the theater? What what do you hope they've experienced and maybe what do you hope um, may has have changed them or influenced them i hope for the audience to see that um that this is this is a story is is universal um regardless of the ethnicities of characters and i think in the past there's been this belief that um people would only mostly relate to um to white stories more so than than black stories, and I think me for me, I would like the audience to come out with thinking that actually, um, you know, the, the, the same they go about their lives the same way as we do. They just have the same struggles. It's it's all a very universal connection, and we don't need to be related to relating to these stories through the lens of um, tragedy and discrimination and, and drama. That was Estelle Shute and Layla Pitt talking about the play Po' Boys and Oysters that opens at Auckland's Basement Theatre on the 27th of September 2022. Now, on my website, you'll find plenty of interviews, reviews and lots of my opinion. I cover the arts and entertainment industry and the LGBTQ communities. All of that on andrewwhiteside.com. While there, you can sign up for my regular newsletters. And if you want to support my journalism, you can do so by buying me a coffee. Links to that also on the website. I am Andrew Whiteside. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you soon.